0: Welcome to Actors 2020 Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Keith, and today we are going to be speaking with Jordan Flippo. She's an actress. She's a model. She's a director. She's a producer. She's a scuba diver. She's a, oh my God, this girl does everything. So let's give her a call and let's see what she has to offer you. And here we go. Hello? Hello? Hello, Jordan. It's Johnny Keith with Actors 2020 Podcast. How are you?
1: I'm wonderful. How are you?
0: I'm amazing. I bet there's not a day that goes by that you don't feel wonderful.
1: Yes, that is definitely (laughs) true. You know, sometimes it's like those days when it's not too good, but you just gotta fake it till you make it, I guess. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's what they say. So what made you even want to get in the entertainment business to begin with?
1: Well, I honestly don't think that there was one specific moment that was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I've just been performing and on stages since I was about six years old. And I've loved every second of it. And I've loved making people smile and performing in a ton of different facets. It has just been something that I've known that I was to do all my life.
0: Is there anybody that's currently out there that you consider a real model that you look up to or maybe someone that inspires you currently
1: oh actually You know, I have several different women that I look up to depending on what field they're in. I model and one of my favorite role models for the modeling industry is Christy Brinkley. Yes. I think she is absolutely (laughs) amazing. And I love how she has in the public eye just remained such a figure of light. I think she is a really great example of someone that has just created a beautiful life for herself. And that's something that I would want to do as well.
0: Wow. I received like hundreds and hundreds of submissions. You stood out. You definitely stood out. That's just by your picture before I did any research on you that headshot that you have that one that you're wearing a little white it's kind of a tank top shirt with a little lace on it that is like yes that is a perfect picture
1: oh my gosh thank you so much i appreciate that
0: and then i start doing some research on you thinking okay she's a wannabe actress you know yeah she's gonna do some modeling but oh my god after watching you play that violin and do that performance (laughs) that was what what was that
1: okay just
0: explain that to me so
1: i have taking fiddle lessons since I was about six years old I actually am originally from Tulsa Oklahoma and so fiddling is not very uncommon here the performance that you saw was the doubling down to Georgia my talent competition for Miss Oklahoma I loved playing the fiddle for that because I feel like a lot of people can get up and sing or dance but I feel like Fiddling is something that is unique to me and something that I can really show like my grit through and my resilience and I just and also it lets me like show my inner Charlie Daniels a little bit. So
0: <laughs> You got to have a fiddle in the band, right?
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: so theater, I mean you have so much theater experience, not just, you know, playing, you know, the person's friend. It seemed like every one of yours is the lead. I mean, you're just out there <laughs> in front. I mean, from Ariel to The Little Mermaid. I mean, you even played the dragon and Shrek.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just do, do a rundown of some of your theater credits.
1: Okay. So my favorite one has to be Ariel from The Little Mermaid. I'm a huge Disney fan, especially Disney Princess. So that was a favorite for me. I've also done – I've played – Florence Foster Jenkins in a stage adaptation of her life called My Maestro and that was absolutely amazing. The cast for that, they became my best friends and so that was absolutely amazing. For that role, I actually won Best Actress in the state of Oklahoma at the One Act Play Festival and so that holds a special place in my heart too.
0: And that required some singing, didn't it?
1: It did, yes. I'm trained in vocal performance. The good singing was easy. However, I had to learn how to sing badly for the role. That was a bit challenging, but I absolutely loved it. You know, it's just one of those acting challenges that is so much fun to learn how to do. So that was amazing. Uh, I played the dragon in Shrek, Hope Harcourt in Anything Goes, Brooke in Noises Off. Oh my goodness. One of my favorite plays of all time. And I guess I have a run of playing characters that are not good at their craft because I played a bad actress in it. It takes a good actor to learn how to play bad. It's like Marilyn Monroe said, it takes a smart brunette to play a dumb blonde. And so I Love being able to embrace those challenges.
0: Now, not to put you on the spot, but can you give us a mini singing sample?
1: Okay, what any requests? What would you like to hear?
0: Some of that opera type singing that you do, you know, like Jackie from America's Got Talent. I mean, that's who that reminded me of when you were singing like that.
1: Have
0: it anyways <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome i bet i bet you could probably even rap would that be correct
1: some things i can when i was uh-huh. uh when super bass by Nicki minaj was <laughs> the big craze i learned to rap for that but that is about as far as my rap career goes can't say i'm up to her level but <laughs>
0: can you do a little of that
1: okay let's see if i remember this let's see if my memory okay. is better that's than okay. ono, bobby no <laughs> caro
0: <laughs> okay that's all right.
1: This one's for the boys of the booming system, top down AC with the cooling system. When he come up in the club, he would be blazing up. Got stacks on deck, like he's saving up. He ill, he reels, he might get a deal. He pop bottles, and he got the right kind of bills. He calls, he dopes, he might sell coke. He he's always in the air, but he never fly coach. That's about as wow. much as I got now. <laughs> That's great.
0: That's great.
1: I know. When are the record labels going to be calling me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> are you scuba diving certified?
1: Yes, I am.
0: And you're trying to get your. Pilot's license?
1: Yes, I am. (laughs) Lots of certifications (laughs) I'm going after.
0: I mean, I think the better thing to you is ask you, like, what don't you do?
1: <laughs> well, I really need to work on my dancing. That is not my strong suit right now. So. <laughs>
0: yeah, you won an award for it in one of the teen competitions, though, didn't you? It's the fitness dance?
1: Oh, yeah, that is, okay, so that's actually not as much dancing. That is the activewear award, so it's basically the fitness award for Miss Oklahoma, and I won the fitness award two years. Luckily, it was a lot more athletic-based rather than dance-based because seeing as I i am not the best dancer probably wouldn't have gotten the award in that case
0: (laughs) we found a weak point on jordan we found something she almost (laughs) can do so tell me how does somebody go from oklahoma to manhattan new york
1: Well, in my case, it was because of school and college. I'm currently at New York University Tisch School of the Arts for drama. Right out of high school, I applied to actually over 30 colleges all in the performing arts. And so I was like, you know what? I am bound and determined to get somewhere with this. So I am not going to allow any chance of not getting into one of them. So I applied to over 30 and I ended up being accepted to NYU. And my sister actually graduated from there. So it kind of worked out perfectly and I made the move from Oklahoma to New York in August and I've just been there ever since studying and working and pursuing my passion so so
0: what's a what's a typical week for you?
1: Okay. So typical week, three days are in studio, which is nine to five acting classes. And so that's Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. It is definitely intense. It is rigorous. We've already had probably about five kids drop out Mm -hmm. of our program. You know, it is definitely tough. You've got to have a lot of perseverance with it, but I love it because it's exactly in the field that I love. And then Monday and Wednesday, I am either taking my general education classes or working on audition things or outside endeavors, um, like my pilot's license, things like that. And then the weekend, that is mainly booked up with rehearsals or performances, kind of whatever I got going on. You know, it's really, you know this, in the life of an actor, a week-by-week basis is totally different. One week I'll be, in January was a great example of that. One week I was filming a pilot for a TV show. The next week I was competing at Miss New York. So it's just, you know, it is different every week.
0: Someone asks you something maybe that's personal to you, if you don't mind. It's something called you're a founder of Open the World with a Book. Can you talk about that?
1: Yes, absolutely. So that was a nonprofit organization that I started in 2012. I had heard of a school in Uganda, Africa that had over 500 kids, but no book. And these kids, some of these kids were walking miles to get to this school a day. I was in my teens at that time, as you probably have figured out, I'm a huge lover of stories and books and art. And I was just like, how can these kids not grow up without this? decided, okay, you know what, I'll just gather up a couple books from my home and send it over to them. It really snowballed into my family and I setting up book drives all around Oklahoma and gathering books from either public libraries or school systems. And we actually raised over 22,000 books to take over to Uganda. And then we couldn't ship them over because there was a huge risk of someone either stealing the books or them not actually getting to the school and so we basically had to personally take them over so we flew there we had about 50 boxes filled with books and textbooks and so we went to the school we met all the kids we got to actually build the library there build the shelves and come up with a system of how to organize it because you know the Dewey Decimal system doesn't work over there so <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. came up with a way to organize the books and it was absolutely amazing and so Whenever we got back to Oklahoma, we decided, you know what, this can work in Oklahoma, too. This is not just one school in Africa. So we have expanded our program to three countries and seven states. So now we deliver books internationally to people who need them.
0: That's pretty cool. So I know I'm kind of moving all around here. but You're good. So briefly tell me about The Ladies' Man.
1: Okay, so that is a short film that I wrote and produced. It's about three minutes long. It's no speaking. It is all music. It's very melodramatic. I love melodrama.
0: What was the message for those of you who aren't going to see it? Okay,
1: so the message for that, sometimes we find friends in unlikely places, and sometimes we become Hmm. friends based on something that no one would have guessed. Like, the vision with this was this guy trying to, you know, buddy up with this cute girl he sees. He's kind of like meant to be more of like, you know, into Yu Gi Oh cards. We use that as part of our props, more of like a kind of like nerdyish stereotype. And then he sees this pretty girl and he's like, oh, dang, I really want to get close to her. And she is just, you know, he has giving out every attempt here and she is just shooting him down left and right. And so finally at the end, He gives up, and he's like, you know what? Never mind. Like, I gave my last attempt. And so he just pulls out his Yu-Gi-Oh cards again and just is chilling out after his last defeated attempt. And she sees his cards, and she pulls out her deck of Yu-Gi-Oh cards, which is completely unexpected based on the characterizations. So we were kind of hoping to, you know, not as big as break down stereotypes but say you know what pretty girls can play Yu-Gi-Oh cards and you can find friends and make friends based on unexpected things and keep an open mind and with a funny twist in our film
0: and it was so music driven as well exactly (laughs) thank
1: you
0: you you see like these news reporters you know they're always going out interviewing people and then you have a little bit uh, not a little bit a pretty big bit about what is an outstanding teen now how did that concept were you hired to do that or was that something that you also wrote, directed, and produced?
1: A little bit of both actually. I was competing for Miss Oklahoma's Outstanding Teen at the time so a couple of the directors for it had talked with me about, we think this would be a great thing for the organization. I collaborated with a couple of the directors there and then a film crew in Norman, Oklahoma, again with the Fryhopper Casting Agency. We created basically a promo video for the Outstanding Teen program saying you know what, there's a lot of stereotypes around Pageant girls, and this is what you may think it is, but this is what we really are. We put in clips of our talents, our activewear, us volunteering with CMNA, trying to just bring awareness that the pageant stereotype is not accurate sometimes. And so, on that video, I posted it and I was like, you know what, we need to do street interviews, pull from those late night talk shows and put it in Tulsa. And so, I went around and asked a bunch of people in my community what they thought an outstanding team was, what they thought a pageant girl was, and what all that it was really great, the responses we got, and then to combine that with the footage of girls either volunteering or the work that we put in behind the scenes, and to really show show the world that pageant girls are something to be reckoned with.
0: Tell me about a film that you raised $7,000 for. What's that all about?
1: Okay, so that, I was actually a little bit younger, and I was in a theater program in which it didn't have a whole lot of funding or Drive. It was a very small theater program. I found this film competition in my hometown and I was like, okay, this sounds awesome. We have got to do this. I've always loved film, but before then I had not taken on a film project. So I was like, you know what, this is a perfect opportunity. And so I went to our directors and I was like, okay, we need to make this happen. I know the student body would love it. This is something that our program really needs. For some reason, they were just not really in favor of it. It was kind of disappointing to me. I was like, you know, this is something that a lot of kids would really be interested in and would be a great thing. And I didn't really understand why they weren't as interested in it. And so I was like, you know what, I will take this on myself then. So I went out and I raised about $7,000 so we could rent film equipment. And then I set up teaching day for all of the students. I'd rounded up about a crew of 22 kids that wanted to do it and were interested. So I had a teaching day with Fryhofer Casting in Oklahoma City, and we had a A workshop day, learning how to use the equipment, learning all about film uh, where we had professionals teach us how to do it. And then my sister, who is actually a dramatic writer, we co-wrote the script. It's called Netflix Anonymous. It's about a group of netflix a and their various shows that they use as vices. Oh, okay. Um, we thought it was pretty funny. We co-wrote the script, I directed it, and I planned out all the production phases and got it all handled. And so finally we wrapped it and we submitted it to the competition. We were selected to enter, and then we actually won the fan favorite award at the competition. So So that really, you know, it just really came full circle and was such a great experience and um, learning at a young age that sometimes you really have to take things into your own hands if you love something and you want to do something.
0: So I'm looking at your acting uh, profile and it says you can play the age range of 14 to 25.
1: Yes, I think that's based off of my previous work. You know, I've played a lot younger Mm -hmm. roles where I was like 14 to 16, kind of mid-range teens. And then I've actually, you know, I actually extend that up because when I was playing Florence Foster Jenkins, she was a lot older than 25.
0: That's true. I wasn't even sure that was you. I'm like, who's that singing? And I went back and go, oh my God, that's her. I didn't even. I mean, I didn't even know that was you.
1: Right. You know, I definitely got to give a lot of credit to hair and makeup.
0: (laughs) So you're non-union right now. Is your goal to get into the Screen Actors Guild?
1: Yes. No, i in my career i hope to do a number of different things and to be in a number of different mediums i just finished up my first television pilot but also a big love of mine as you've seen is theater and musical theater and so getting into screen actors guild would be absolutely amazing but it's not necessarily my end goal
0: right it can limit you sometimes if you get in too early exactly because then you can't do any non-union. And one out of 10 commercials, one out of 10 commercials are union commercials.
1: Exactly.
0: So where is Jordan, say, five years from now? Where do you want to be?
1: Hmm. So five years from now, I will be graduated from New York University at this point. So my sister is actually in grad school. So I don't know, I may follow in her footsteps and go to grad school for drama, acting. But I hope at that point to be performing or directing somewhere, to have a career in the field that I love and to be able to have that as a method in which I can survive off of. You know, I hope that by that point, I have hustled enough to where I can make connections to where I don't need another nine to five job where I can devote all my time fully to acting and creating work and art. And whether that's in musical theater or filming or um, being on the camera or behind it, whatever that may entail, I hope that um, I am able to follow my passions at that point fully. And I think, you know what, I'm going to be hopeful and say I am on that route right now. You know, I hustle, I grind, I work hard, and I think I see the bright side of things. And I think that's really important in this industry.
0: You're definitely going to succeed in whatever you do. You You have so much history. You have such a great, solid foundation. So no matter what you try or what you do, if it doesn't work out, you're not risking everything. You're not going to fall all the way to the bottom. If something happens, you're only going to go down a few steps and boom, you're going to be able to go right back up because it's like building a house. You got that solid foundation already.
1: You know, I always, one of my favorite quotes is, never let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. And I really think that is so important for actors in this day and age, and especially young actors. You can't be afraid to fail at what you're doing. Because even if something doesn't work out, it's still another experience under your belt. You can take that, the lessons learned, and run with it. A lot of times in life, maybe you'll work on like 10 projects that are flop and then two that are successful. But At the same time, it's like, you're still getting to do what you love. You just got to go for it. And I know it's a lot easier said than done, but having to have been so much in this industry since a young age, I really think that's the number one thing that I've learned that you have to go for it no matter what. No matter if people don't believe in it, or if you're afraid it'll fail, or if the outlook doesn't look good, you still have to keep going.
0: Right. You have to fail your way to success.
1: <laughs> exactly. It's just another step <laughs> on the way to success.
0: So I've directed films before, and I feel like I'm not the best director. And I've actually in the films and I feel pretty good I'm not, I'm not the best actor but what really kind of gets me that high is the producing making those phone calls because we had a 70 people cast and just making those people I'm calling those people calling the makeup artists getting the hotels getting the insurance I don't know but I just got such a high on the producing out of everything you do and I'm sure there's different highs but what is the one thing that makes you the most passionate the most that makes you just feel so good inside
1: performing live in front of people and you musical theater, one of my absolute favorite, favorite theater moments is when I was playing Ariel from The Little Mermaid and we were in the middle of our last run during the song Under the Sea. I just, I looked around me and I literally, I feel like it is a scene from a movie or like a snapshot of a memory. I remember, I can see it in my head now, looking around me and seeing these people who were my closest friends being on stage with them and all singing our hearts out and dancing our hearts out. My little brother was in that show. He was actually playing Flounder. He was the Flounder through my aerial, but I remember looking around and seeing everyone and seeing him and just being like, this is what heaven must be like, honestly, for an actor, singing and dancing, doing what we love with your closest friends and family beside you. It was just an amazing time. I honestly feel like it's kind of an out-of-body experience. Mm -hmm. It's indescribable being able to express the joy that I felt in that moment. And then whenever we stuck our final poses, Sebastian and I, who is still one of my best friends to this day, we were standing a little bit above everyone in the blocking. And the audience Starts to give us a standing ovation. The director that we had at that time, who his name is Troy Powell, he is a two time Tony nominee, he had said that he had never in all of his life, except for one time, and this was on Broadway, seen the audience give a show a standing ovation in the middle of the show. And we just stood there with the biggest smiles on our faces. And that is the most high I think I will ever get is performing musical theater with my best friends.
0: Yeah, I already knew the answer to that question, by the way. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You can't replace that feeling.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to hear you say it. Because I saw that duet you did with your brother Christopher, the prayer. Yeah. That was amazing. Um
1: Oh. so much i you know my brother's voice actually is just changing so he is a baritone now at that point he was a soprano but i love getting to perform with him
0: all right so jordan some young ingenue some young actress is wanting to get into this business what advice do you have for that little girl who has no experience she may live anywhere what advice do you have for that person what would you tell that person how would you help this person what encouragement do you have for them
1: to One would be a more practical element is work your butt off to go to acting school. I think that one of the best benefits of acting school is that, yes, you will get training for what you want to do, but that is such an amazing opportunity for you to network and meet people that will be your connections in the industry at that point. I already have met so many people from my repertory theater group from two years ago to where I am now at New York University. And the people I'm meeting, these are the people that are going to be in the industry, giving us jobs and us working together. And that Little Girl, I would say, you know, hustle and work hard to get to somewhere where it'll help you with that. Um, whether it's where I'm going, New York University or somewhere else. I think that is a really helpful tool in getting where you want to be career-wise. Secondly, this is a bit more um, motivational driven is you have to believe in yourself. And obviously that is said over and over again, but you just got to keep going. And like I said before, don't let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. Sometimes you got to be your own biggest supporter. And sometimes Sometimes it's working for a dream that no one else can see but you. You can't let the fear of failure keep you from pursuing that. And sometimes it will get really, really difficult. And obviously I'm a young actress as well. And so I know that my best and worst days are ahead of me still. But if you love something enough, you will know that you got to keep going despite what challenge you may face, whether that's people in your life who either say you can't or make it difficult for you or say you're not good enough or that is opportunity opportunities close doors in your face i think that you know if you have enough drive you can force a window open and that's what i would say to that little girl
0: wow that's really awesome jordan thank you so much for that well that's gonna wrap it up today thank you for sharing your gift with us i know you're gonna be doing the producing and the directing but we definitely want to see you in front of the camera too don't forget to share your gift with us on that end as well
1: (laughs) So much for having me. I've absolutely loved talking with you.
0: All right, thank you, Jordan. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Bye
1: bye.
0: Wow, and that was just a portion of the interview. There's so much content we couldn't even get to, such as President of Hatchet High, written and directed by you guessed it jordan flippo it was a take off the 2016 election with trump and hillary and all the characters and instead of running for actual president they were running for school president it wasn't like a saturday night live skit where it slanted in one direction it was fair and balanced but this show isn't about politics it's about the individual actor and promoting them Now you know how Jordan went from a pageant girl all the way to a New York City actress. She is definitely the girl on the go. And you thought Donkey Kong had it going on. Well, that wraps up episode 111 on Actors 2020 Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Keith with two Ts. If you want to know more about Jordan Flippo with two Ps, just go to jordanflippo.com. On another note, i like to talk about one of my other passions, which is small business. I have a program out there that enables people to open their own small business, whether it's a brick and mortar business, an online business, or a service type business. I have over 1,100 students in over 90 countries. But for the people in the United States only, you might be a struggling actor or anyone out there struggling to make ends meet. I'm starting a beta group where I'm looking for only 10 to 12 people who are interested in opening a service type business. That's like plumbing heating, electrical, gardening, a handyman, a maid service. Any type of service can be turned into a business. I've had mine for over 30 years working part-time with full-time pay. I never had to wait tables. I never had to drive Uber. If you're interested in applying for this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, Beta Group starts April 22nd. If you're interested, go to actors2020podcast at gmail.com. I will send you the link where you can apply for absolutely no cost of free training for the eight week beta group. Hundreds will apply. I will only pick 10 to 12 motivated people who are really interested in getting off their butt and working. I will give you the tools and the knowledge for you to be successful in only eight weeks at no cost. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Actors 2020 podcast. I'm Johnny Keith, your host, where we promote one actor at a time if you're an actor and you would love to be promoted just contact us at actors2020podcast at gmail.com now we're going to end this episode like we end every episode with something called The Lesson because life is a bitch
2: gee really why don't you tell me something I don't already know cause everywhere i go people tell me what to do hey go to church go to school you treat me like a fool now i don't need religion culture or class you don't like that fact where you can kiss my ass yeah i'm white and a rap you got a problem with that loosen up and don't be so tight take it easy easy we got whole night, yes I'm psyched, I'm ready to get the show on the road, I don't want to stop cause I just might explode, i tell you what home slice. I'm twice as nice than any bad boy rapper called Vanilla Ice, my lesson yeah is hip, in case you didn't know what well, I'm here to inform you, I'm better than snow, I don't move, walk, or dunk like these Michael and Jays, but I can hold my own, you hear what I say, now listen, learn, cause here comes the lesson, lesson one. Everybody sit down. JK is going to take you for a ride uptown. Yo, this is the story of the Hollywood game. Choose your path. Careful, you're the only one to blame. Now, when it comes to pot, crack, tweak, or blow, stick to the rules and just say no because you're young you're eager you want in the movies don't think you'll get there by giving up the booty because i'll use you abuse you throw you out like trash and then you'll discover that you're out of cash now your heart your soul is somewhere on the shelf and you're walking through the streets now talking to yourself the lesson well, you heard lesson one, it's time for lesson two. You have a choice, and the choice is up to you. I came to Hollywood to be a rich and famous star, but for now I'm waiting tables and I'm tending someone's bar. Pictures, classes, agents, where the hell does it all man Every time I turn around... I'm starting over again, I finally got a break with a five lining under, my life was starting to roar like lightning and thunder, the phone rings, hello, I'm casting a pilot, my life's been out of control just like an LA riot, I walked off the set, said to hell with this all man, the phone's not even ringing and my life is in the can, the lesson, yeah final lesson here, of course it's number three, now remember I'm an actor to be or not to be, when the going got tough, I climbed into the bottle, I'm back on my feet now, revving my throttle On the climb to the top, it's the same old games Now I'm kicking ass and I'm taking some names Clawing, scraping, screaming, that was a long hard crawl But it was all worth it, I'm a box off the draw Opportunity was there when I took it with a punch Not now, baby, but let's do lunch There's a big piece of pie and you should grab your portion You can be like me, enjoying fame and fortune Boom! That's the lesson Go and learn it It's the lesson. Go and learn it. It's the lesson.
0: Peace out.